BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Joined by the squad in the building. Yeah. yeah. We got, uh, first off, uh, back in the building with all the boys. What's good, boys? How y'all feeling, man? We got JC in the love building. It, love it, love it, love it. JC, as always. The super producer, Joel Holt, in the back, along with uh, C-Dub in the back as well. And, of course, uh, coming to us from uh, fabulous Indiana. The There's man, nothing fabulous out here, Pat, but thank you. The pettiest man alive. I, I didn't put the whole address out there. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. if you want to ch- check out P-Kid's house, uh, <laughs> I've got a jam-packed show for you guys today, man. Appreciate you guys for showing love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Is Justin Fields going to be back in week 11? Matt Eberflus gives no answers. Bears currently controlling this draft, but we still need to see what we want to see from Justin Fields the rest of the way. And uh, best and worst of the weekend. All that more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Y'all know what to do, man. Leave that five-star review. Stop playing with us, man. Hey, uh, let's jump into this, boys. First off, uh, I'm back. You guys are back. How y'all all feeling, man? man I'm Welcome in, uh... back. Welcome back. I feel good. feel great. It is Monday. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> and that's all I got to say. Absolutely. That's all I got to say. And there you have it, home, boy. <laughs> Man, and there you have it, homeboy. Glad to see you back on vacation, man. Getting some suntan, you know. Uh, now, nah, man, I'm excited about what's coming up this week, man. Good to see Fields get out there. Unless uh, I'm hoping he gets out there. We'll Let's see. see yeah, man. that's that's the that's the first thing, right? Justin Fields has yet to be cleared uh, for the Chicago Bears, so it'll be very interesting to see if he's going to be. I think, like here at Flus Talk today, it felt like Flus Talk, and at, the, at this point, Flues that's kind of just like. Now, yeah, I mean, flu stock. Yeah, I mean, like, that's just kind of what we got. Now, what, what did he say? Absolutely. What's up your sleeve? Like, Man, I got to get that. That's coming next what's week. What's up your sleeve? What's up your sleeve? <laughs> hey, hey, what's up yours? Oh, we got something. That was, that was your wallet. Hey, what's up yours? 
but no, nah, man, I mean, like it, it, today was basically just him going, you know, uh, even though we all saw Justin Fields throwing, they were in individuals. He looks fine. Looks like he's throwing a football fine. And he just goes, well, you know, it feels good, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's us and sometimes it's them and sometimes we're them and sometimes they are us and we're not going <laughs> to take it. And, uh, you know, at the Anymore. end, that's what you got to do. He did his best, Tressman. Uh, what is it? What did it I don't know. Say? Who's worse, him or Nagy, bro? No, no, no. Tressman got to be the worst. But he was like, I didn't hear any of that. But everything I did hear, I heard some of it. But all of it I didn't hear. Yeah. And whatever that line was, <laughs> was trash. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. We got a we got a very interesting coaching staff in the building. But here's the thing, right? We got seven weeks left into the season, and the Chicago Bears got to win. You got a heck of a stretch coming up. What do we need to see from Justin Fields to feel good about him heading into this final stretch of the season? To where you're you're sitting there at the draft, feeling like, okay, we need to address this. We need to address that. But I'm not taking Drake May, Bryce Young, or uh, uh, CJ. Good Lord. I said all the quarterbacks who have already been taken. Drake May, uh, Caleb Williams, right? Michael Penix. I don't like the spelling of his name. Still on that. But uh, what do y'all think, man? Like, what what is, especially starting this week, what do you need to see from Justin Fields most coming back off of the stump injury? Well, you want to see the consistency that he showed before he got injured. I believe he had nine touchdowns and two interceptions or one interception before he got injured in those two games, Denver, yeah. Las Vegas, and I forgot who they played before that. But you saw him getting better and better without the running back help that Bajan had this this these past two weeks, without the uh, offensive line kind of being a little bit more stable. And so when you add those two things to uh, Justin Fields returning, you hope to see some real progress from him and also the stability from the line because that's really what it is about is the protection and also him just improving. Yeah, I um... – I feel that he is he has improved. I mean, if you look at his numbers yeah. from last year, he only had one game that he threw over 200 yards. I mean, a lot of rushing yards. Uh, but he's already put together multiple 200-yard games, and then he's had the two monster games with the Denver and uh, Washington. So I feel like I've always said I think, you know, if he if he has limitations of reading the field, can he get to a point where I think he is – a, a good passer, but it might take him a sec. It could be like the Russell Wilson situation. You insulate him or protect him with the running game, a very strong defense, and then that way that allows him to naturally grow into, you know, one, learning whatever this offense is. You know, he's had two two offenses already. So, you know, if they believe in him and can scheme for him, I'm happy we keep him. If they don't, then okay, we get whoever we got to get in for next year. Or it won't, who says they even might be next year? We don't know yet what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so, to kind of echo on those points, man, I, I feel like Justin has already shown us who we need. Before he got hurt, this man led the league in touchdowns, you know. And, and if you think about his connection with DJ Moore, was was elite. I forgot what the stat was on that where it was like every time they connected, it was like I think he was hitting like 90% of his throws, whatever the case may be. I feel like what Fields can do for this team with the offensive line that's gotten better, in my opinion, and then with a the defense that's putting pressure on the other team's quarterback. And so now Fields doesn't have to put the whole team on his back to carry them to victory. We just need Fields to be really good. And it's like we, we got all these unknown quantities with Drake May or Caleb Williams, these quarterbacks coming out. We don't know who's going to hit. Carolina didn't know who was going to hit. I mean, they thought they knew. 
you know. Well, I ain't gonna lie you to do you. That. After watching that all twenty two, my God, I feel I, I I went into that like feeling good about uh, uh, you know the fact that we beat Bryce Young and we didn't have to worry about that being the storyline. But I came out of that just like that boy has no hope. Like he yeah. his career will be over in three years. Ooh, because of small, Frank man. Wright. Yeah. It, it has nothing to do with his size. They yeah. call it nothing. Like there's no, there's. No, I, I sat there and I do the same thing with them that I did with the Bears, where it was like, what's the goal of this play? Yeah, he looks, he looked pitiful. I ain't gonna lie, and he and did he, look pitiful, hundred percent. You know, I, I think Bajent plays so well in his backup role that it made us question whether or not Fields was the guy. No, and you don't think so? It's not that. No one had tape on Bajent. You need yeah, four to six weeks. Tape, it was very different. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, it's every quarterback. That's why CJ Stroud probably is talented because he's they got enough tape on this guy and he's overcoming whatever these defenses are throwing at him. Bajent was already a limited guy. He he couldn't beat out fields in 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 preseason or in, in training camp. So, you know, he's probably a good player, but no one's seen him. Yeah. So now the whole point is that with fields, the team could be insulate they can insulate him enough where he's still growing and he's still a threat with his legs. Yeah. It's do they want to buy into what he does or can do? Hey, you got to build around him. Yeah. I mean, this draft should be focused on the line. I would anything. But I would say this too. Have we has Fields actually seen play where this defense was now shutting down people to a degree? Here's, here's the funniest thing about all of this, right? And and kid, I want to get your thoughts on this too. Y'all realize we turned on Justin after a half of football. Seriously, like the city turned on Justin after a half of football. Like Mugs act, Mugs act like um, they weren't all bought in on the two games. Like these mm -hmm. people were like holding this man up on their shoulders, I ready said, to put a crown on his head. And I was like, all right, let's see what he do versus bro, he Minnesota. Led the league in touchdowns, and then a half of football, and everybody was like, I'm out on the way. This guy ain't got it. I was like, hey man, like his center is out. But I think to to the, the most important thing coming up now is the things that we saw. And this is not crazy to say. It's not hate on Justin Fields to say this. There are things Tyson Bajan does I want to see Justin Fields do. Sure. Yep. It's but it's not that I don't want to see Justin Fields be who we've seen him be. Right. It's that I want to see you be able to add that to your game. Add on. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's about everyone's accountable. And the thing is, I think you mentioned this before, right? Everyone's looking for this perfect quarterback that can see everything, make all the reads. Like every quarterback has a flaw. Yeah. And whether his flaw is if you don't give him any time and he's holding the ball, but we've seen him where he can do it. I, I just think that I guess for 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 future implications of building this team, they're in a great spot where they can still utilize fields to a point where, you know, if he does well and he's Let's just say he's he's still a, you know, you could be a three thousand yard uh, passer, which we haven't had, right? It was a four thousand, three four thousand. We haven't had, yeah, we we had, had four thousand. So let's just say like we can get like Jared Goff is a serviceable quarterback. No one's saying he's going to the Hall of Fame, yeah. but he's winning games, right? Is he a step over the Brock Purdy situation? Great running game, very good defense. They have all the players around him, and he's learning in the system. Is Justin somewhere in there where then we want him to ascend? to the upper echelon we yeah. want him to be the the mahomes and the and the aaron Rodgers and all that type of stuff yeah. so you know even if we get a rookie we're starting from behind unless they somehow get the second coming of you know whatever. yeah yeah <laughs> and you know what the funny thing about it is we justin has to show us like pat said what the rookie showed us tyson bajan 
And he has to pair that on a consistent basis. And so that's why the two games where we talk about, oh, he led the league, this, that, and the other, that's great. But let's not overblow it as well. It's still two games. It's not like he did that every game leading up to it. We wonder why the, uh, the city kind of turned on him in a half? It's because we got two games of, all right, this is our guy. This is what he wanted to be. And then he reverted back to, that's not our guy. Like, what's happening right now? And because he's been so inconsistent, it's it's like, yo, like we we need some consistency moving forward. We don't want this haphazard. You're going to give me, you know, a, a four touchdown game and then not. Like, we went through that with Mitchell Trubisky. Say what you want to say. Mitchell Trubisky put up some great games, and then he put up some games. It's like, what the heck is going on? And it's that inconsistency and that, or what the heck is going on games than not. But. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But here, guess what? Justin has more what the heck is going on games from a passing perspective than not. But and see, that's just the facts. Like I, you I, I, I see, I only thing again, like having that same conversation, like me and you had the other day when we were watching the game, right? Of from a passing perspective, what the heck is going on? But we had so many games last year where from a figure out how the heck to get it done game, I felt good about Justin mm-hmm. Fields. He did it from a you got to just go out there and do something because there's nothing else around you where I felt good about Justin Fields. Yeah. Like would I like to see him be able to do that passing the football. Yeah. But when he was trying to pass the football, when he did lead you on game winning drives. Right. Like I think what was it? The Miami game. He led the Bears down the field to win the game. And then immediately the defense gets cooked for the for the for the loss. Yep. You know what I mean? Like the moments. Right. When everybody looks at the the totality, the win loss record, the. Uh, uh, um, everything, like just the stats themselves, you look at him and go, this dude has nothing and there's never been anything and there's never shown you anything. Where to me, I look at last season, a season where the team literally went, uh, figure it out. And he figured it out a lot of times, but there weren't good enough pieces everywhere else for you to come away with those wins. Say what we want, right? The the C.J. Stroud wins don't happen. Uh, now it's great to see him lead that deep that team down the field twice, and I love it. I, I love what this kid is putting together. He looks amazing yeah. on the football field. Uh, but those wins don't happen if the defense in the last game doesn't go out and get one stop. Right. Those wins don't happen if I mean, heck, the, you're not in those positions if the Bengals can put together four quarters of a game at any game. The yeah, my only retort to that is, hey, I just, just want to throw a shot at the Bengals right there. They're true. Like My only retort to that is C.J. Stroud could have lost that game, and we still would have talked about how he performed because he performed that well. Just so it's not about the win-loss, it's about how you perform as an individual because we're evaluating you as the individual. We're evaluating your skill set as the QB. We can uh, we can sit there and talk about the defense. We sit there. We're not talking about wins and losses. We're talking about your individual performance. Did and we, we, we keep it about individual. accountability. Right. His individual performance has been up and down. And there's a lot of excuses that go into that. There's a lot of excuses that go into that. Whereas in some people who are in situations, they don't have that, those opportunities to make those same excuses. They just have to get it done. C.J. Stroud against Carolina against the Bengals, that pocket collapsing several times, he doesn't have the receivers Justin Fields has. He doesn't. They trust him to put that ball up in the air, and he delivers, which is why they consistently allow him to put the ball in the air. Very little screen passes because they trust him. Because he's earned that trust. Did we not? Justin has to earn did, that trust. Did we not do that against them? We did Justin, that against Justin Denver. Justin Fields led them down on a game-winning drive yet again. And your coach made a decision to run the football on fourth and one. A decision that, listen, I was I was fine with. Mm-hmm. But your coach made that decision to take the ball out of your playmaker's hand. Yeah. And still- then you end up losing that game as Denver comes down the other way and scores a touchdown. 
Yeah, you you still got the 50-50, the coaching and the players. And so you can't have – it's like the two puppies. You can't have two puppies together. Typically, you have one is like an experienced, an older dog that teaches the other dog some tricks. Both of them all learn on the same at the same time. So everybody's making mistakes and still figuring it out, but someone's getting blamed for it instead of seeing the whole big picture. Yeah. What I do like is that I think with Fields sitting for about basically four weeks, I wonder if it helped him to see things – you know, and process a little bit more, right? A baby, like, hey, listen, it really puts in perspective. Hey, they really might get my job away. <laughs> maybe, but but maybe there's other things that we've seen plays play that okay, I, I'm seeing some things. That the whole point of you, of the quarterback sitting for a year, anyways, is for him to get seasoned to see the game, and and then hopefully he can process it when he does play. Yeah. So with having about four weeks out, you know, does it help him? In terms of maybe seeing some things that he wasn't seeing before. Let's let's take it here. Over the next seven games, what do you need to see from Justin Fields to go out there and make you feel good? For me, I do need to see the arm talent. And I think that we will see him throwing the football. I think they have no choice over the next seven games to basically just say sling that pill because Ryan Pose is gonna come down and be like, stop running the football. You ain't got no choice. Sling that pill. Uh now I, I think that you need to still have that <laughs> no choice. But he has to know that, right? So I think that. To me, if I see Justin Fields go out there and give me a 12 touchdown, two interception over seven games, seven games, right? Seven games left. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. 12, yeah, 12 touch, 12 passing touchdowns, whatever you do, rushing touchdowns or rushing touchdowns. 12 passing touchdowns, two interception, uh, give me 1,500 yards. I'll take it. You do that That's over solid. the next – because here's the thing. And this is this is the part that people need to understand. If he does that over the next seven games, the Bears are going to be picking 16th with their pick. Right. Because they're going to win games because the defense has improved. I'm not saying that it's a and finished product. I'm not saying it's too. elite. But the defense has improved. You, you're probably If he gives you a game like that, you're probably in a situation where you finish the season out still around seven wins. And you're now, if he nine, can't do that, then we can have a, then it's a whole different conversation. If they go on a run, either they go they run, go on a run, which is unlikely. They're what ten and seven. If they actually do okay, they can go nine and eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and it it gives them you know momentum going into the next year. I I would I wouldn't look at it so much as numbers in the sense of like, did he look good as a quarterback and not lose games for us? Yeah, but you can't give me one hundred and thirty yards. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, see I mean, like that's and now you give me I mean, 130 yards and maybe 100 okay. rushing yards because that's what the game dictated. All right. all right, that's very different. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, 250 a game. <laughs> all right, at a minimum. All right, do you want some numbers? Yeah, 250. Yeah. numbers at me, my guy. He has to outplay. He has to play. I play uh, Tyson. Downs. Zero to one interceptions a game. You know, I'm fine with that. Gotta have a beautiful dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. You know, but I just think that he has command of the offense that he doesn't look like a deer in headlights out there yeah. if he looks like he's not you know there's going to be games where you don't necessarily have a good game because they might have schemed for him so i don't want to you know levy that against him but he has to get to a point where he is showing some form of consistency yeah. and because even bajant looked poised right the first two he games he did pocket. not he look good first he did not look good the last game right. but my thing is he like regressed. if 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 fields is out there looking like a quarterback and he's commanded the offense I'm happy with that. I think what? the thing is, too, though, right? Like, we also have to remember, Bajan has gotten the best offensive line we've seen this Bears yes. team put Thank together. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. In three yes. years. Thank you. Yes. Hey, like, like, he has gotten I, – I am so excited. Like, we at some point, we got to have a conversation about we might have to pay Tevin Jenkins, and I don't know if I trust his back. Time to pony up. 
He's been all right. He got abused. He's been playing, though. You know, he's been playing, but he, he got abused in the past. Uh, that was weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> he got abused last game. I mean, Pat, at this point, this time, look, you have to understand, like, this line has protected yeah. over the last three games. You've had a running game for the first time. Justin ain't seen a running game this whole season. True. We need a star center. Herbert gave him a couple of hundred fifty points in the beginning. In the beginning. Hey, I, I, hey, that's cap, dog. I yeah, can't say both, that. Both the Washington games, they <laughs> but ran, but not yeah, the Washington and the Denver game, they ran the ball well. It, it didn't even. It, it didn't well. look. But, when, but again, when they won the game, you played to win the game. Uh -oh. <laughs> when they won the game, hello. You played to win the game. Joe's got Hello, hello. Who was he talking to? That 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 was that reporter on it, whatever that lady is on the NFL. Hey, bro, that was so. The hello is the most disrespectful hello. thing. Like like, if, uh, of course you, we want to win the game. You played to win the game. What I would what I definitely would like to hello? see. I would like to see if if he's able to win. That like each quarterback I think has the ability to like win games. Like he could be the reason they win the game. Gotcha. Yeah, There's going to be times I will where the defense might win the game. There's going to be times with the running game. But if Fields needs to be able to at least show that he can win a few of the games, because yep. hey man, if he win uh, this coming Sunday, that's big time. Yeah, Detroit, Detroit, yeah. roll there. Right no hey, 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 that's big time. Hey, listen, listen. Hey, Jerry hey. Golf MVP oh, conversation. Yeah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna make the screen even on this one for me and Kid. Here, hold on. <laughs> Y'all get ready. <laughs> Come on, hey, man. Hey, hey, Keep I'm off alive. Of I'm off of confidence, and I would love to be proven wrong. But I watched that defense yesterday. That's the defense, bro. I watched that offense yesterday. That defense got cooked. I watched that offense yesterday. Now, if he can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him, because that defense can get cooked. Oh, man. I can't. Yeah. 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 That, that, that defense can get cooked. <laughs> that Detroit defense has been so up and down. It, it's been hilarious. But, uh, boy, that offense. Boy, but you know what? To, to, to your previous point, real quick, when you mentioned what Justin Fields has to do, when you mentioned that stat line of what did you say? In seven games, he can put up twelve and two. Twelve touchdowns. Twelve two touchdowns. Twelve touchdowns and two. You add on the That's running just the game. passes, though. right? So just the passing game. So, and and here's my thing: we're talking about the quarterback battle. What about the running back battle? Foreman's looked really good as the number one. I yeah, like just keep it real with you. Yeah, I, I would Foreman keep Foreman block, in there. He's been our best running back all season. I would keep Foreman hey, in there. Deontay Foreman make business decisions on blocking. I, 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 <laughs> I would keep it a bug with you right now, though. Don't nobody care about the run game, dog. You want to know why? We evaluating us. QB. Who is throwing this rock? But you can't we ignore. Know, hey, we know we can. You know what we can always had? We've always had a decent run game. We've always had it. You can't ignore it. You still have to be able to have that. You still have to be able to have a good run game to be able to go out there and properly evaluate Justin Fields. Because if not, you're you're basically telling the defense we're only throwing this football, and the defense is gonna say, "Okay, we're just gonna play back." The the you know for real. But here's the thing: the season over. The season's about evaluation. You said it oh yourself. Ryan said it's not over, hey, kid. Listen, it, hey, hey, ask, ask Don Burr if the season was over. Uh, uh, Dan Campbell would be fired, and uh, Ben Johnson would not be the offensive coordinator there. They were hey, one hey, and seven. Hey, Joe, I'm not. I'm not telling you that that's going to happen. But these were the exact it's conversations that multiple teams were having last year. The season's not over till the season's over. Even Trevor had a good second half. Now, very different scenario, very different situation, and uh, I think that we're further away build wise than they were. Yeah, I think that they were a little further along in there. And 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 listen, I think Ben Johnson is also a better play caller. 
but you know, I didn't think that through the first. Agreed. No, I did think that through the first seven games. I did. I thought Ben Johnson was a good play caller. Everybody last year. Was, defense he was high on, on Ben Johnson. They was getting beat by. Uh, they was getting beat like forty-one to forty-three last year. So I, I thought the offense was on point. Their defense just couldn't stop nobody. Shout out to Steve-O for a minute. Running back has always helped quarterback since the beginning of the time. That was my point is that when you have an, an, uh, a, a quarterback that is starting to, to cook, he continues to cook when that running back game is, is doing his thing too. Yeah. You have a foreman getting five chunks of yards and uh, rather chunk plays where he gets five to ten yards every other. Then you set it up with the play action. And then now you see Justin Salas with him throwing the deep ball. So it works off of each other. You have to have both to succeed. You need a balanced team. I mean, even with Mahomes, the great Mahomes, when running back started going down, he's looking a little more like a regular dude. And when the receiving game, huh? What? What? The offensive line wasn't as great? Who was his running back last year? I don't even remember. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The point is that (laughs) the offensive line. There you have it, homeboy. No, my point is that. Am I, am I not they haven't been invincible. My point is that at, at the height of when, when Mahomes got there, they had great running, they had great receiver core, and they had a great offensive line and their defense. And over time, they've all have taken turns where they've had to do turnover. Yeah, yeah. So my point is that, yes, yeah. Mahomes has definitely went from uh, like a phenom to just superstar, right? Yeah. And the whole issue is that, to your point, if you have you, – when, when Kelsey's down, he struggles. Because he doesn't have that that safety valve. Like you got to have players around. Period. We like you said, we have not seen Fields with this iteration of the offensive line minus the horrible center play that we're getting. Like once we can fix that issue with this line, right? You know, it's going to be even better for him. But yeah, he has not had this defense yet, which has gotten better because Brisker was back. Now we had a lot of guys that are coming back. So I'm interested to see. You know that. Does he I, lo- really I love a- all the people in here that's like, Isaiah Pacheco is a dog. It was Isaiah Pacheco. How could you hate on Isaiah Pacheco? Isaiah- they weren't saying that. They weren't saying he that. You run like his, his life depends on it. Hey, they weren't saying that when they picked him up. I ain't going to hear that. Isaiah-, <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco ain't had a game over five yards carry yet. <laughs> well, you talking about this year? This year. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, I he had one up. game. He had I ain't been keeping game. up with him this he year. He had the Jets game. He had 115 uh, 15 yards in that game. Bro, they ain't I like that, I like Muck Muck the general. He's like, you MFers, do you know that Patriot is a rookie? <laughs> what happened? Come on, Muck. Muck, Muck. <laughs> muck, Muck. I love it. You the horn. don't know that Patriot is a rookie. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, uh, I'm loving Muck, Muck the General. Yeah, muck, muck the general. <laughs> that's a day. Shout out to him. Run like a runaway. That's crazy. Muck. That's a crazy stat. Hey, that's Drew. Drew. That's Drew. Though. That. I almost said it. What? <laughs> that's Drew. Drew said he run like a runaway slave. <laughs> well, that's Drew. That's Drew. Shout out, <laughs> Drew. Appreciate you. Uh, always showing love to the show. Hey, man, if you haven't done so, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. You do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. Only channel talking Chicago sports. High Chicago talk. So make sure you stay in tune with us, man. Uh, yeah, no, nah, Muzz, Muzz out here uh, getting way overexcited on Isaiah Pacheco. Come on now, guys. Like, let's, let's calm that down. <laughs> yeah. I knew I knew he wasn't doing Listen, I didn't even know what Isaiah Pacheco numbers was, and I knew he ain't living up to His it. competition is Jared McKinnon and Glad Edwards. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Like, uh, what are we talking off. about? He was a prize rookie, and then he just fell off after this. Oh, yeah, he was decent. Hey, right so cold. Let's go, let's go ahead and uh, trade for him and see what happens. Pay him any money? 
that no, I didn't say that. I, I, oh, I didn't okay. say that at I thought, all. Thought I said Saquon Barkley oh. and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where's my man? Yeah, hey, ATL was like one of, is the is the most poverty stricken team in the league, in my opinion, too. How you have three young stars that don't know how to use either of them? Hey, bro. Hey, Kyle Pitts is over there dying right now. Hey, bro. Dude, said, I don't even want to. That man is dying. What, what happened to him? The fact that Arthur, hey, they said. Hey, we need to get Bijan more touches. Arthur Smith said, "Bet you doing punt returns." I was like, "Boy, <laughs> fire this man yesterday, bro!" Yesterday. The second <laughs> the depth chart would have came out, and I saw my star running back doing punt returns, which is also not something that is like a surprise. Like running backs do this all the time. It's not crazy, but bro, I was dying laughing yesterday when I saw this man returning punts and immediately getting hit. Like, the punt return coverage wasn't good either. Uh, hey, man, let's keep it moving along, though. I do want to talk about this a little bit with you guys, man. Uh, the, the draft coverage uh, part, portion of the show, which uh, Joel is on draft watch every other day with the oh, Chicago Bears at oh this yeah. point. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's really cool to see that uh, the, the no matter what, right, like no matter who's the next quarterback, having DJ Moore and having the second or – BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Another first overall pick, mm-hmm. uh, which Thank it you. seems like we're gonna have. Because uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't see a game on this. That now they might win one, but I don't really see a game on this Panther schedule that I feel confident that they're gonna go out there and win. Hey, they are awful. We getting that first Garbage. pick. They are. I mean, shout out Frank Wright. He's he's a a garbage head coach. Shout out to Kyler Murray. <laughs> I mean, shout out Kyler shout Murray out coming Kyler out. Thank you, Kyler. Yeah. Kyler Murray might try to run something off out there for yeah. no uh, no reason. For no but, reason at uh, all. No, nah, man. I mean, like, when you look at the draft board right now. Draft watch. There's a number uh, one and number five Uno right and now cinco. on the board. Ow. Does this stay? Is, is this how the board pretty much finishes? No. No. Uh, no. Why not? The Giants yes. are I think the Giants trash. are atrocious as well. Tommy, Tommy, dude. I think the Bears, uh, yeah. let me pull that I think back. The Bears up. get closer to like maybe 14, maybe 15, honestly. Uh, this is, of course, if oh. Justin Fields turns out to be the guy that we hope him to be, yeah. if he does, the Bears could be scratching that eighth seed, possibly. I was oh, looking at the standards, man. It's not that much difference <laughs> oh, between, uh, not between eight and nine. That's the crazy part. That really is we're crazy. not that far away, honestly. Yeah. That, well, yes, I agree. Like, I, selfishly, I'd rather them just let's just get that first, if not get to the second or third pick. But it would look good for evaluation purposes that Fields is that guy. Yeah. And then we're getting 16th pick. 
But, I think here's the thing, right? What the the question you really have to ask with uh, um, what the Bears could do, right? Like right now, that eighth seed is or that seventh seed is the Vikings. Vikings are six and four. You gonna be? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's gonna be tough to get there. Yeah. Uh, no, for no, that last playoff spot. I would say it's not possible because yeah, you got six and four out of your own division. Yeah. Two out of the division like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then we got to play it's them. Sort of came up. Yeah, you're, not, you're not you're not hoping to make the playoffs, in my opinion, at this point. You're just hoping to go out there and, and compete every game, get yeah. your evaluation. I mean, best case scenario is, right, Justin Fields looks amazing, your defense looks good, and you just get beat by better talent. The problem is the last three games of the year. You, you know what? If you look up, look up the standings, right, who's uh, – I mean, they, they could, the thing is it's the top four in your divisions, and after that it's all wild cards. So yeah. – yeah, but I mean, they're not. I mean, the Vikings are six and four. They haven't slowed down. In fact, to me, they've gotten a little bit better. Uh, the Cowboys are six and three. They're six right now. Those are your two teams that are uh, really close. And then the Buccaneers are four and five. Like you can get to be in that last one, the bubble team, but you're not. You got to look at what our record is going to be. We got to play Detroit twice. We got to play Minnesota, who's again clicking. And I mean, yeah, we're terrible on division. And whatever. no, yeah, a hundred percent. I like there's there's a. It's a tough scenario for the Bears. The, the, your next four games are tough. You got Lions, Vikings, Lions, Lions Browns. Browns. Yeah. Oh my, that defense. Yeah. And yeah. and Deshaun Watson for some odd reason looks like he's worth two hundred thirty million all of a sudden. So I don't know. That's one game. Like, show me. I that think that's. I mean, me. hey, he, he, hey, let's be real. Show, show me again, right? It's one half. Show me more than one game. All right, hey, Justin, show me more than two games. I, I got you. You know, I'm just saying, like that was that was one half of football. That wasn't even a game. Yeah. Cause that offense looked horrible in the first half, but it was I good just, to see him actually start cooking again, though. Cause I was actually the jury was so. out on him. Yeah, I hope so. Listen, I mean, just stay, you know, just make sure you stay face down on the massage tables. That's all we ask, bro. <laughs> Don't be. You know what I mean, I'm just saying, nothing crazy. You, you, but you know what? That's where the problem was, cause he wanted something, somebody to massage his glutes. Anyway, let's move past this. Hey, Ask this one. We're gonna shimmy this way. Um. Anyway, shimmy so like a choice of words. Poor choice of words. Good lord. Hey, listen. Um. Uh, going back to this draft board that you had, I thought it was interesting. I've looked up three, maybe four different mock drafts, and they have us picking in top five. Uh. But the two names I always see is the offensive tackle. Uh. I can't pronounce this young man's name. Don't want to uh, just say Olu. There you go. You know who I'm talking about. Olu. And uh. But everyone has us picking Drake May. Oh. Everyone, I've well, seen, I've seen the mock draft. Well, the mock drafts, most of them have us picking Drake, that, but that's, tr- that's so yeah. everybody's trying to move on from Fields. Well, I mean, listen, it would you be surprised if Ryan Poles was just like, "Yeah, I, I'm gonna draft a quarterback because I feel like I got the team three quarters there." Like, I wouldn't be surprised. No, by it. Listen, not at all. Justin, not at all. Justin, over the next seven weeks has to change his name. Yeah. If we get to the end of this season and you have quarterbacks on the board and you feel like you need to go make a change at quarterback, I wouldn't be surprised by it. I wouldn't be shocked by it because you haven't – if he plays like he did the first three weeks now, I'm not going to lie. At this point, I'm, I feel like my theory is proven that the teams use the first three weeks of the season as preseason because football is just now to ramp up. Yeah, every La- Last Sunday was the first Sunday where I was like, this looked like a good brand of football. Yeah, the Bears yeah. barely played the preseason. I <laughs> the Bears didn't play nothing in preseason. Most <laughs> yeah. of the teams didn't play in preseason. Yeah. And most of the teams like looked horrible the first three weeks of the season. But I just, I, I look at 
right? Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Ryan Poles was like, you know what? Over the last seven weeks, Justin Fields just kind of looked like a guy. He didn't look like the guy mm-hmm. if he moved on from him. Now, do I want that scenario to play out? No. And that's mm-hmm. a whole different conversation. But that's on Justin Fields to figure it out. That's on Justin Fields to prove. That's on Justin Fields to go out there and show out. And, yes, there's scenarios that are going to uh, work against him. And, yes, he might go somewhere else and be a better quarterback than – uh, what they have here or, or, or than what he was here, but you still got to go out and you still got to make plays. I got yep. some questions for you to the, to the panel. Last year, what did Justin Fields prove? What did he, he run the ball? You know play, he's good at playmaking ability, mobility. Um, yeah, to me, he proved that um, if you throw a man him in a bad run. situation, he can make he something. can get out of it. He can, so, ex- he can so, extend a play. So yeah. the second question for me: So what does it have to take for this year? Do you think it would take the exact opposite? Let's just say they don't win another game, but Justin Fields now proves that he can pass. He gives you a good two fifty plus. You keep him. You, you need your team. That's the only question. That's what you want him. That's what you want. You want to see if he can pass. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you just hit that. the nail on the head. Can he pass? I don't need to know if you could run. I need to. Know then the wins and losses don't matter at all. At all. Right. Uh, you well, gotta make his, good decision making. No, but his right, like the losses can't be on him, right? It can't be like boneheaded. You know, he, he, he throws it into. He, it can't be coverage. Mitch Trubisky. Right. When Mitch Trubisky got benched, there was no question. Yeah, he should have got benched here in Chicago. This man looked a defensive line or a, a, a linebacker dead in the face. It was like it's your ball. <laughs> he should have got Matt Nagy was not in the room for Bad. benching this man. He was in Bad. the room for a lot of the other things that happened here. But he was not in the room for benching this man in that play. Zach, uh, uh, who was the, the the tight end we had? Zach. Uh, oh, the guy that got hurt. I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. His leg got taken off. He still got right. the leg. Let's yeah. not put yeah, that. He almost lost his whole He could have lost his leg. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, know what I'm talking about. Zach, I want to say Thomas. That's not him. Zach nah, Thomas is not, not his that. name. Zach Thomas is on He's That was the linebacker player. for the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, y'all know who I'm talking about. But he was our tight end, right? He, mm-hmm. he just came to the sideline, looked at him, and was like, what are you doing? Miller. Zach Miller, right? He just came to the sideline. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. What What did you see? Like, he he DeAndre Hopkins. Them. What, what do you see? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, like, it, there, there are moments where the quarterback can sit himself down by the play on the field. Justin Fields has to go out there and prove that he can throw the football and not make mistakes and be the reason that we're losing games. Correct. But – Wins and losses are not inherently on just. It's not a QB stat. It's not a QB stat, and I I get I hate when people sit there now and they're just like he's six and twenty five and his or the team is six twenty five. What is no? He he is. He's six and six and twenty five. Yeah, starts and it's like okay. Well, he had Matt Nagy uh, behind an offensive line where his left tackle was forty years old. They sent Miles Garrett at him seventeen times. They had no defense, and Miles Garrett got to him seventeen times. Uh, The next season. No, uh, they no. basically gutted the team, and then now, right, to right. start this season, we had questions on the play calling. All of a sudden, it looks good. And then, literally, after the third game, game four, game five, Justin Fields and the offense looks good. Game six, they change the center. He looks bad for a half, gets hurt. And the center change happened after yeah. he got hurt. The center change happened after he got hurt. But it, it's, just, it it's, it's just one of those things for me where it's like wins and losses is not on Justin Fields. You not being nope. able to go out there and get the ball to DJ Moore, that's on Justin Fields. Because the rookie says something to me. I don't know if y'all y'all saw this uh, that came out where, first off, this tell you how terrible your coaching staff is, right? The first play of the game, DJ Moore goes for 16 yards. He wasn't supposed to get the ball. Yep. He wasn't supposed to get the ball. The scheme literally had the first play of the game not going to DJ Moore. He's the best player on the field. 
Tyson Bajan said he the best I'm player. Getting the ball to throwing him the football. Yeah. DJ Moore said, I was surprised. Smart man. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what I want to see Justin Fields do. And it's not throw it to the point where the defense is just like, hey, guess what? Like, he's throwing it to DJ Moore. They know you're supposed to be throwing it to DJ Moore. It's not a secret. He's the only dude on the team that we really care about. And then you get Cole Komet involved. And then you get Darnell Mooney involved. And then you run the football well. But, like, he so, has to make those decisions and be able to make those decisions over these next seven weeks for me to feel good about him finishing out the season. So and, that, I, and I want to feel good about so him. So with that being said, with the draft and controlling the draft, do if we keep fields, then that means we can trade down. And we can trade yeah. and maybe do the exact same thing they just did. Mm -hmm. If they got two number ones and a number two and a starting receiver yeah. for basically Bryce Young, if we need we need everyone to be crazy high on Caleb Williams and Drake May, so we can sell this thing and maybe we're getting two or three number ones. I'll be honest like, with you, I, I don't see any situation where if we're in a situation where we have two or even three number one picks where QB isn't drafted because you just haven't had enough. And this is where you have to take your the the emotional side of it and look at what GMs are going to do. Well, what if they well, give you Ryan Pose is going to get. Like you got to think your backup is a defense or a quarterback. You take the emotion out That's of it. That's what I'm if saying. You, if you're, if you're, but, but, you're going to draft a QB, you have to. You don't have no, to. No, I'm saying. I'm no, saying. You don't. What, what if they oh. get beat 41 to 28 the next four weeks? Right. The next four Speaking weeks for need. That's not a oh, the next seven we weeks. Need. My bad. Like, well, no, the next four weeks realistically, because that's when they play the Lions for or twice in the Vikings. But like, what if you what if you go out there and like, if we being 100 percent honest, best case scenario is what Justin Fields goes out there, he puts up 28 to 30 something points a game, just like last year. Um, and and the defense is winning. The defense is still games. got holes, and you need some some issue. You got some issues you got to address on there. There, you lose the games. Yeah. Matt Eberflus gets fired. Are you the, and the, you get the yeah. top fix? Yes. Now, my question is: Are you all? You have to put. You have to think of it from a GM's perspective. Are you ready to sit there and and, and put your GM like if you're playing GM in a situation where again there's a draft where there's talented QBs coming out. You don't get one because you're riding with this experiment. And again, the tone is we want to see Justin succeed. So get over the fact of entertaining the QB. This is the business aspect of it. Shut that noise up. You have to do it. If he doesn't pick a QB and that QB goes on and puts up better numbers than Justin has in worse situations or similar situations, the narrative is going to quickly shift. You have to consider it. Every GM in Pose's position is going to pick kid. a QB. They don't have to. Wait, kid, kid, let me uh, I got the GM hat. You got seven games. I got the hat on. Yeah, but you play fantasy. This is, we talk about people's real livelihood. Listen, <laughs> right. The whole point is you just said business, right? You're talking about com committing millions of dollars to a quarterback that you got to get it right. You don't have to do that for two, two years. On top of that, if you trade this pick down again, you're going to get multiple first-round picks. Guess what? There's probably going to be another quarterback that comes out next year, and you control the board mm -hmm. again. Let's just say they give it to, let's say, the, uh, the, the Giants or someone that they, they want to move up. I'm just throwing them out there, right? Get your three technique. Huh? Get your three technique. Who yes. has to trade you your defensive tackle? Yes. Right. You get your three technique. Yeah. You get your tackle. You yeah. get your te three technique. You build the trenches, and that's now. And maybe we get our center. You got multiple picks this year. You can do this again, and now you've insulated. Even if Justin Fields is just mid, mm -hmm. and you're still winning games, a la like a Kansas City situation. Yeah. 
you're still winning your division. You're still got the team built up. And then you can trade all that draft capital and maybe you do it again. No GM has been in this situation. I don't think I've ever seen this where we got, I mean, the who is it? Cardinals have both picks. They got the Texans pick. Well, no, no, the Texans out of it now. <laughs> they, they had their first round pick. When have you seen it where you might have two number ones like this? Uh, the Jets had the fourth. Jets team. had two number ones. The Bears no, had the not Bears number have, one. The Bears have had uh, two top five picks. They haven't had number one. We yeah, we ended up. We don't turning, know if we got two. We top had five picks we, yet, that's yeah. the Grossman and the Doctor yeah, Doolittle picks, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't the number Ugh, one. That's a horrible draft. It wasn't the number that's one. Such a, I think it was nah, number four. I hate, you, I hate you brought that oh. draft up. I'm just saying. Yeah, but at this caliber. And and you need tackles and, and and defensive linemen. You can build this team continually. So if we got to suffer one more year because we still haven't paid Fields yet, yeah. And if he's not that great, and you might actually get a second round pick for him, anyways, because someone says we'll take him, we'll let him run around like you know uh, Kaepernick or, or uh, I have I have very little faith that if he doesn't show up, that you're going to get a second round pick for him next year if it doesn't work out. I have very little faith in that. Well, you barely, you might barely get that now. Sitting in Indiana, kid. Yeah, you <laughs> might barely get that now. Let's be real, PK. This is this is the reason why I'm tired of this quarterback carousel talk because we keep talking about what what if with CJ Stroud. What if when we could have had Pat Mahomes back in the day over Mitch? What if what if what if? It's not the quarterback. No, nah, that was a, that was a serious miss. No, nah, no. Nah, but, but but here's my picking point, Mitch over two other quarterbacks. That I'm was with you. I'm great with you. Great quarterback. Three. It was three quarterbacks. No, they, my that point that I'm saying yeah, is, if you even brought Deshaun in here, if you brought Patton here, if you brought anybody that was of any sort of greatness in the in the building with the Chicago Bears organization and the coaches coaches that they had then and the coaches that they have now. Would they be the same version of themselves? Would C.J. Stroud be killing like he's killing in Houston with the type of coach that D'Amico Ryans is? I said it on my own channel. D'Amico Ryans needs to be up for the co uh, coach of the year. Iberflus ain't touching that. He's not going to be making a system around the quarterback to make him successful, even though he doesn't have coach. the names over well, there. D'Amico Ryan is also a defensive coach. He a beast. But what I'm saying is they put the team together to, to utilize his, uh, uh, Stroud's strengths. Over here, they're not doing that with Justin. Whatever Getsy is doing, it's not working. And so when we keep talking about Justin needs to just get replaced with this, this talent coming up, it's going to be the same old thing. We need or, to address the protection first and then address the trenches uh, on the other end with the edge right. rushing. So you're looking at so it as, we take these as opposed picks. to hedging your bet. And my, mind you, if we still got the first pick that we turn into multiple, we still have our pick. So let's just say hypothetically, feels us great. And then, like you said, we got the 15th or 16th pick. You're still picking a quality for some starter. Maybe it's a linebacker, whatever it is that we got to get in that first round. But now we got all those extra picks, the extra first rounder, you know, maybe it's the second round, whatever they got to do. But we still need a center really bad. Like we need a center. And I personally would like to see a left tackle. Yeah. And now mm -hmm. if you give now you're insulating fields to the point where he has true talent. He has receiving core. He's got two tight ends. We actually, you know, the running game is we have running backs. You know, they can't block except for Roshan. <laughs> but yeah, we have. He's the only one. And the de the defense is getting better. But we need this three technique to make this Tampa 2 do something. <laughs> so I'd say control the board. And then we can play I this mean, game next I, year. And that's why I said the best case scenario that you're going to have is going to be, right, Justin comes out and he's able to score offensively and he looks good. And uh, your defense still has too many holes to get stops when they need to. 
which guess what? The defense still has too many holes to get stops when they need to. You got stops versus the Carolina Panthers. Big whoop. Frank Wright basically was going out there and was like, hey, listen, so y'all run around and we'll see. Like, I, like it, it's <laughs> it, so like there's the best scenario for the Bears is to have answers that you already have on your team. And I think even if the Bears lose out the rest of the way and the quarterback looks good, you would see Ryan Poles go, okay, so now I know what the issue is. Y'all get out. Um, right. I'll find somebody else that can run a 4-3 defense. Or he, here's the thing. Realistically, maybe Floos stays. Hmm. Like, Lovey Smith had what? Three offensive I, coordinators? I think Floos stays. Listen, the, the defense is looking better. Hey, yeah, I know. But the he, defense is looking better. It is. Lovey Smith oh, had is. what? Three three offensive coordinators or whatever it is? You know what I mean? Like, you want to build somebody that can sustain that system, of course. But it's like. That's like maybe flu stays because the defense is starting to move in the right direction and you change Getsy yeah, and you yeah. bring in somebody who's like, listen, uh, I'll run the same concept, what you need, similar concepts, but like I'll let Justin do what he needs to do to be successful. Like, there's a, a bunch of scenarios coaching wise that you can go in, but An experience. if you go into the draft and Justin hasn't shown you anything. Then, right, like if he if he you can't replicate anything from the den like the Denver game is the best scenario. Mm -hmm. Your coach has made the wrong decision. Right. Mm -hmm. the, I mean, and listen, Luke Getzey is what he is. You go, you go into a game and Tampa Bay goes, we knew what he was gonna run yep. the whole game. Yeah, that's true. Especially on the, the last screen four plays. Like, that's that's the craziest thing in the world. Hey. Lateral. But hey man, we'll see what it all ends up being, man. This draft is gonna be an interesting one. Let's get into the best and worst of the weekend, finish it out here because we got a uh, Bulls game. Y'all gonna be able to tune in with us on that as we live call that. Kid is gonna get that thing started off because uh I'm not allowed to live call games in here anymore because I'm a little loud. I'm not you know, know, we gotta whisper. We have to our neighbors, <laughs> our neighbors are a little uh <laughs> man, hey, artists. What are you gonna do with them? But, uh, hey, what was the best and worst thing y'all saw from the weekend, man? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to start it off with my, my, my best thing that I saw from the weekend um, is there is hope in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, and he goes by the name of 18-year-old Connor Bedard. You oh, my God. Right. You doggone right. Oh, my God. He <laughs> said you doggone hey, right. Hey, listen, that dude. Future GOAT. No, that's a tough sport to be a goat, and I'm not gonna lie to you. We'll probably never live to see somebody break <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Another Wayne Gretzky. Another Wayne Gretzky. Bro, Ain't nobody touching bro, Gretzky, bro. My dad, my dad said that the other day. He was like, he moves like Gretzky. I was like, relax, like, relax. relax. <laughs> Everybody breathe. Yeah, he relax. Like, breathe here a minute. But uh, I thought <laughs> I think Connor Bedard is the best thing I saw from the weekend. What'd you see, Jake? Uh, you know what? I mean, we touched on already. Connor Bedard is a dog. Uh, but my my worst uh, or best of what I saw this past week is in fact C.J. Stroud. Yeah, it was and pretty good. because now everybody's talking about him being in MVP conversations. Uh, I believe as a rookie, as a freaking rookie, dude, I believe his stat line over this season, if I can bring it up, is 2,600 yards, touchdowns, two interceptions, over 2,600 yards, a 61 percentage completion, one on one quarterback rating. So, I mean, you can't get no better than that. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, I believe, was running the MVP conversations at the beginning, but he's right there in it. May not win it, but he's right there. C-Dub, what'd you say? 
My best thing this weekend was seeing Green Bay fans get a taste of yeah. what it's like to be a Chicago fan. Hey, hey. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it too, bro. Hey, Jordan Love Jordan, throwing when two Jordan touchdowns Love, but two interceptions. Hey, when Jordan Love went down critical. there, I swear, I was like, I was like, throw the third touchdown. <laughs> throw the touchdown. And then miss the extra Boom. point. Because he he's the answer. Oh, is he? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh-huh. 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 You didn't say the magic word. Oh, uh-huh. Please! It felt good, man. I hate this hacker crap. It felt crap. good watching them sit there and they cringe and they like, oh, we thought we had the guy. But then they realize they don't have the guy, so they're confused and they're bewildered. And now they got to look forward to next year's draft. I want to feel good to feel what Bears yeah. fans always feel. Hey, as long as they don't draft Drake, man, he's elite. Uh, go ahead. I would <laughs> say uh, the best no, well, the best was that the Cardinals won, so yeah. I was happy about that as I was typing up the little graphics. Uh, the worst is I saw the Michigan coach crying. Like I'm like, what in the world are you crying for? I, I couldn't believe that. Like crying my to a team he should have beaten by thirty. Yeah, yeah. my heart Yeah, the, no, the, the assistant coach. The assistant coach. Oh, coach. I didn't see that. He was crying like a. Yeah. Anyways, it was like, dude, this dude. Jesus. Whoa. I was, I, and then when I flipped on and saw first take, Stephen A was like, "What you crying for?" I was like, "That's what I said, bro." <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. Kid, what was the best thing you saw for this weekend? Uh, I'm gonna give something a little different. I, I was gonna say CJ Stroud, but I'm gonna go Joshua Dobbs, man. I, uh, I like what he's doing in Minnesota simply because I don't think people realize how, like, you saw his OC on Pat McAfee show talk about him feeding plays to him in the first game. He still don't know the playbook. He still don't know what the heck is going on, and he's playing at a really good level. I think he had a passer rate of 101 yesterday as well. Um, so just seeing him, like, come into that situation, take his uh, career to his own hands, and then even hearing a story about how they promised that he wasn't going to get traded, trade that man anyway. <laughs> he gets lie to you in this league. Hey, they lied to that man's face, and then all of a sudden he's starting on the, on, on the Minnesota Vikings. I just like to see people have that type of uh, success. So, like, I, I thought that was one of the, the highlights, other highlights. He's calling the, the pastronaut. <laughs> Hey, bro, listen, like, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, see, uh, uh, Josh Dobbs to me, I'm just like, every time I see him, I'm like, isn't this, like, the least difficult thing you do all day? Like, I, you put it together a little rocket fuel. <laughs> like, ain't this the least difficult thing that you've done? Uh, I'll t- I, I tell you guys my worst, and then we get to some of y'all super chats as we finish out the worst of the week. Uh, the worst thing I saw this weekend, shout out to my boy Jay Garth for shooting this over to me. Uh, DeMar DeRozan did a feature on a uh, on a new rap album by uh, Jason Martin, who is a oh, who, no. who is a rapper that is pretty good. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And maybe this was all just publicity to get us to see that album. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it's, it rivals Kobe. He spit? It right? No. Oh. No. no. He, he, spit on the, he, he was rapping or, or uh, he was rhyming words together. Oh, my but, God. But, uh, yeah, they, they were not good. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, and here's the worst part of it. I'm going to just uh, give you a snippet of it, right? Uh, black business brands strong so they can hate then move to the Windy City top. How we going to win? Zach Levine from the line, all you clowns on the pine. Clown it out, just fine, relax, Debo being nice. Compton's in the house. Yeah, no, that's pretty much what we heard. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. That was the, that was, uh, the worst thing that I saw. Hey, my boy, what? Wait, what you got? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't prepared for the worst uh, case, so I'm going to just put my, my usual out here. Why is Valus Jones still on the Bears? That's the worst every week. <laughs> He's That's not all playing. I got to say. He's not playing. He don't even be on the field. Treat him like Claypool. Mm. Jake Take, Glenn, what you get got? Get him home. <laughs> hey, man. 
Uh, I think the Clippers might have made a mistake. Oh, my God. That's the worst. I think the Clippers made a mistake. Oh, my oh, God. That's a good point. I think they yep. made a mistake. That's a good point. You gave up all that for James Harden, who looks disgruntled already, and he doesn't fit. They got too many guards in the starting lineup. I told y'all he going to be out in China in two years. Ooh. I don't know. If I said gonna... two years, bro. He gonna be he gonna be over there with Dwight. They gonna better, accept him. Over better there? hope Dwight don't try to dunk him. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hello, Joel, Joel already gave his. Uh, he already gave his worst. The, the crying kid. What was the worst thing you saw this weekend? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Warriors not supporting Steph as he goes off on a tear. Uh, that man has no help. Clay is not getting that man any help. Uh, Draymond trying to talk trash to Ant Man just to lose. Ant Man hey, put up 33 hey. by the way. Um. Yeah. No, it ain't looking good. He's played last five games. Ant Man might be the next dude that you don't talk trash. Yes. yes, Don't talk trash that dude. Here's a. Here's a. Here's the last five games for Clay Thompson. Get get Steph some help. By the way, sixteen points, fourteen points, fifteen points, seventeen points. All of those points I just said, he took just as many shots. He missed most of them. His elevation was. It's yeah, over. I mean, I, I love Clay, but it's over. It's okay. It comes to an end. It's a wrap, it my boy. An end. Yeah, uh, cool. Let me knock out some of these super chats real quick, and then we're going to get into this Bulls live call. Uh, shout out to Ebony Sales. Always in here. Uh, best thing Lovey did for Houston was get them the second best QB in last year's draft. I mean, Man. he wasn't a part of that draft. He got fired the very next day after he finished that game. But, hey, you know, uh, whatever. Do you think they uh, still pick him if he was the number one pick? If they have number one pick, do you think they still pick, uh, or do they go with uh, Bryce Young? Is not the problem in in uh, Carolina. 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 Yeah, he's right. Bro, I can't I can't sit here and defend Justin Fields and not defend Bryce Young. He's in a no situation. Adam Thielen out there looking like T Mac in the Spurs jersey. (laughs) We don't want to see it. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, shout out to Daryl Gibson says, should they switch Tevin and Nate Davis? That might be a conversation for tomorrow. Appreciate that super chat. As well, as always, man, it's your boy, Pat, the designer, back at it again, joined by the pettiest man alive, Mr. P-Kid. C-Dub is in the building with the super producer, Joel Holt, and we got Jay Clem in his mug, man. Y'all stay safe out there. Kid, to get the what that look? <laughs> right on the other side. Peace. What was that look? <laughs> that look was crazy. He was waiting for the look, too. Oh, he, 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 had was waiting. he was waiting. Hey, hey, is that your wrestler intro? Hey, back. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Please. Coming to the ring. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.